Well, my good friend Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein is with us live via telephone. He was described to me as follows. Uh, he left a lucrative law practice, got smicha and a master's in education at Yeshiva University, and now is dean of the Bicultural Hebrew Academy of Connecticut. Many of you know that the uh, Bicultural School was known as the Bicultural Day School, but now recently they have merged with the Jewish High School of Connecticut, and they will be known as the Bicultural Hebrew Academy of Connecticut. And as I said, Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein is the dean of that uh, quote-unquote brand-new institution. Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein, welcome back to JM in the AM. My pleasure to be here. What was the quote-unquote? <laughs> what was that about? Wait, wait, what we I, are. We, we are a new, a new merged school. Right. Not a quote-unquote. I guess, I guess what I meant was that. <laughs> I guess what I meant I was. There's, a, there's an implication of, uh, you know, some kind of... Uh, <laughs> Some kind of fraudulent kind that we quote unquote. Don't quote unquote me. Ooh, the lawyer in you has come out immediately. <laughs> we we said you left the law, lucrative law practice. I see it hasn't. Yeah, yeah, lucrative, lucrative. <laughs> that, that's the key. I see it has. Uh, I, I see it hasn't exactly left you. <laughs> you may have left it. That's Any, true. Anyway, that's true. Uh, a- the last time we saw you was on the uh, on the parade route as we celebrated Israel together in New York City. And I know that that's a uh, obviously a great day for the schools. It is for so many schools. And, and this news, do, do the geography for us. The bicultural itself has always been in Stamford, Connecticut, right? Where's the Jewish high school been? Well, the Jewish high school of Connecticut has also been in Stamford uh. for the last uh, three, four years. Before that, it was a little uh, more north right. um, in the Fairfield area, Bridgeport area. But uh, it's been in Stamford for a couple of years. And the benefit of this merger, the uh, you know the, the way the community is going to benefit and the kids will benefit from these two institutions being together. What would you well, say? Well, the biggest benefit is, of course, I'm now the dean of a bigger school. That would be <laughs> the number one benefit. Um, but uh, no, we it's it's really a great privilege to be the educational center of, of Stanford now to have this pre-K through 12. Um, for us in the middle school, it's exciting because we can keep our kids and our families longer. Uh, and I think it's something wonderful for Stanford. I think more. We have so many young families moving into Stanford in the last couple of years. Maybe 30 families, uh, young from families, and uh, I think it's it makes our community a little more marketable because uh, we can. Uh, we, you don't have to send your kids into the city. Right. Um, I noticed the difference. The last time I was up there, I noticed the difference. It's amazing how much growth there is, and uh, how many people are are finding out how. Wonderful community Stanford is, something I've been saying for a while, um, and, and the community continues to grow. The, the high school, though, in the old days, let's go back you know, four or five years, what, was serving a broader New England area, to say the least, right? As opposed Bicultural? To, yeah, no, meaning the high school. When the high school was, it was uh, three, four years ago in the other location, it was, it was serving you know, uh, kids that were coming from other states as well. Am I right about that? Um, I think it, it was serving the larger Fairfield County community in, in Connecticut. It mm. was a little far for New Yorkers. Um, right, but I was, I was thinking uh, more like Massachusetts and others. I was under that impression they were coming from there. I guess I was wrong about that. Um, you know, I'm not, if they were, I'm not aware of it, right. um, but it's possible. It's that good a school. You might as well get in the car for an hour and a half and get there. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and yeah. what, what, what is the growth potential now that you're together? I mean, is this going to, uh, attract more high schoolers? Will there be larger classes because, uh, now the, uh, everything's under one roof? Oh, no question about it. As I say, just from our school alone, right. um, to, to be able to retain students for another four years is going to, is going to have a big impact. We believe, and uh, and there are other families that have 
plan to send their kids into New York, and the commute is a little difficult in the morning, and um, so they'll stay. And, and again, the new families that are going to come to town. All right, and they'll have no need to make uh, to make all those travel arrangements now. Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein's with us, dean of the Bicultural Hebrew Academy of Connecticut, the Bicultural Day School and the Jewish High School of Connecticut have merged together. It's the first pre-K through 12th grade Jewish Day School now in uh, Connecticut. You're a graduate of Bicultural, right? I am indeed. I graduated Bicultural. I sent my kids to Bicultural. I was on the board for many years. How different and, is the school today than in your day? Uh, well, I was a student then. It was a much worse school. For, I mean, just discipline-wise, classroom management-wise, I was I was very difficult on my teachers, very tough. Yeah, but I wasn't asking you about you specifically. I'm saying in general. Oh, <laughs> I, I generally interpret questions that way. Um, the school, I, I think the school, the, the, the mission of the school is it's a, a community school governed by principles of modern orthodoxy. We're, we're a special school in the sense that we attract a lot of families that um, in another community, we get, we get, the the from families, but in another community we get we get a lot of families that in another community wouldn't go to a Jewish day school. I think right. so. Uh, the school's sort of secret sauce and success is that we're able to draw families in, um, even though they're not as traditional as other families who would generally be the core of a Jewish day school such as ours. I myself came into this uh, school by cultural, not a Shomer Shabbos, not a from person. I came out. Um, heading to yeshiva, so that's that's our success, and uh, the school's always had that formula, and that continues. Uh, the demographics have changed somewhat, more from families in Stanford. Stanford as a community um, has grown quite a bit. Um, a lot of that due to the hard work of your cousin Michael Feldstein, yeah. who, uh, the Feldstein who has been amazing. tirelessly works to market our community and has brought so many families to town. But uh, as a result of that kind of demographic explosion... The school changes somewhat, but uh, it's very nice. Who's helping you with this effort? If you're dean of, quote-unquote, again, I say, quote-unquote, both institutions, then, I mean, who's helping you? Who's the Rosh Hashiva? Who's the principal? Who leads the high school and day school on a daily basis? Becky Herman. She was the head of bicultural uh, for about 10 years now, and she's uh, she's the head of both schools. Oh. Um, Rabbi Alicia Paul was formerly the head of school of the high school. He's the uh, Mashkiach Ruchani um, at this point, or the Madrich Ruchani, we call him. Uh, he's uh, very much responsible for Jewish life and uh, and marketing the school. Um, and uh, then we have a dedicated educational staff. Um, Rabbi Yehuda Jager is the um, head of Judaic Studies. He's the associate principal for Judaic Studies. Uh, and um, so, you know, it's, it's a nice. There's a, there's a, a a good division of labor, and it's an efficient uh, organization. And only the areas of my responsibility are the ones that sometimes fall through the cracks. <laughs> those, are the, those are the questionable ones. Huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're real leaders, and they do their job efficiently and, uh, and very, very well. So we wish a lot of luck to uh, Jacqueline Herman, who's the head of school, Rabbi Alicia Paul, as you mentioned, and all the others. Is there a goal to get the two schools under one roof? Because at the moment they are not, correct? Correct. They aren't. That is our goal. They currently lease uh, uh, space, and the decision that now is being made by our our leadership, our lay leadership, and our, our donors, and our, our uh, is do, do we modify our building? We have a beautiful campus, but do we modify our building and uh, increase space for the high school, or do we find a, a, a different campus altogether and then everybody moves to a new campus? That's really the discussions that are going on now. Hmm, interesting, boy, oh boy, a lot of goals, a lot of growth potential. It's pretty amazing, uh, and and you know, the, people have made a big deal. You you seem to make less of a big deal about it about leaving. 
uh, law practice or, you know, or I guess what one would call, you know, uh, re- regular uh, employment life and uh, coming into this role as dean of the school, do you, do you feel there's a, a higher purpose to this or, you know, were, were you spiritually inclined? Is that why you made the move? What would you, uh, how would you describe your thought process through this whole well, thing? Well, first of all, let me just say one thing. The practice of law is a very easy profession to leave. Um, <laughs> it, it, it really is. But, uh, you know, I really did feel you reach a point in your life where you feel the cement is hardening and do you want to be there or do you want to do something you really are passionate about and love? Um, and I felt Jewish education was something that I definitely was passionate about and loved and that was time to make that move. And, you know, I'll tell you something, <laughs> a legal practice particularly if you do litigation, you know, it's not such a happy place. Your clients, either they're winning, either they're losing and they're very unhappy, or they're winning, but they have to pay you to win, so they're really unhappy. But, um, but in a school, the kids are happy, the teachers are happy. It's really a, it's such a, a wonderful, warm environment that I can't uh, say how, how much I appreciate having made that decision. Isn't that funny? A, 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 a line of work based on compensation is the one you're describing as unhappy and the one that's more spiritually and value-laden, that's the one that seems to have more happy people in it. It's funny. Um, I, I believe that to be true. Uh, there, of course, there are plenty of people who love the practice of law. I just haven't met them. But, um, <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, there's a, a school is a great place. You're part of a, a mission, and Chidich uh, is just, every day you have a chance to make a difference and, and, um, and make sure that uh, your students have a, a warm, loving, happy, and safe environment in which to to grow in Torah and Mitzvahs. It's just a, it's a, it, it, it's, um, a privilege. It's a real privilege to be in this profession. Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein, the new dean of the Bicultural Hebrew Academy up in Connecticut. By the way, at one time, winner of the Funniest Jew in New York contest. That does explain some of the exchange we've had this yes, morning. Yes, yes, that's true, boy. I'll tell you, Seinfeld's still upset about that. He was throwing <laughs> furniture around the room. <laughs> Uh, funny issue in New York. Finally, on a very serious note, you mentioned earlier the synthesis, and it is really beautiful, of Orthodox families, those who are ritually inclined, and of course uh, families who are traditional in many ways, but are not, you know, their lives are not yet dominated by, uh, by, the, by the rituals we're used to, let's put it that way. Are, are you meeting a lot of parents now in 2018 who would like to send their kids, as opposed to public school, to a school like Bicultural, but frankly... Uh, you know, there's a big d- difference in price when it comes to the yeshiva schools and when it comes to the yeshiva day schools and it comes to, to public school. I, I mean, I, I guess this is one of the areas you're going to have to deal with uh, moving forward. It's true. The cost of education is very high. We're more reliant on community support um, to make up the difference. But I think that if, if you're providing excellence in education, that's, we're talking about families that, as I mentioned, another community might not go to a Jewish day school, but right. it's providing edu- excellence in education. And then you have that kind of, um, let's say, obsessive um, uh, quality about just m- wanting your students to, to be kind. Bali chesed, they should be bali chesed. Everyone should be a bali chesed, and people should, be, um, should have kavod. If you kind of have that, that attitude, even from, and also your Sioni school, then I think there's a lot of Jewish families out there who, it's not that they're that team, but just nevertheless, they want their kids to be in that kind of environment. And they'll make they want the their end. kids to be able to, to read and write Hebrew. They want their, peop- their, 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 their kids to know about their Jewish heritage. They want their kids to be tied to Eretz Yisrael. They want their kids to be in a place that is safe and loving and, um, and, and is trying to develop their midot, even if they themselves are not 
let's say Shomer Shabbos. So right. I think there's, there is a drive for that. There has a value to that that people are willing to pay for over um, a free public school education. Right, and they're willing to make that investment. And uh, I, I appeal to everybody in this audience, if you know people in the Connecticut area, obviously the Stanford area more specifically, uh, especially families who you know wonder about the uh, the difference of sending their child uh, in a Jewish family, the difference of sending their child to a public school to a place like Bicultural, or if you know people now at this point who would take advantage of the fact that there is a high school in Stamford, Connecticut, uh, a yeshiva high school, then uh, certainly start checking out Bicultural Hebrew Academy of Connecticut. It is an a- amazing opportunity now that the two schools are t- together, and now that they now that it's well known that they're both in the city of Stamford, Connecticut. Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein, number one, I wish you a happy and healthy new year. And number two, I really hope that this coming year uh, for you and everybody at Bicultural is a very, very successful one. The Stanford community, as you've indicated more than once during this conversation, is growing like crazy. And to have a really solid day school and yeshiva high school would be an incredible and uh, amazing um, uh, aspect of the community. So I hope that the growth and that all your goals uh, continue to be met up there. Well, thank you, Nathan. That's very kind. And may your listenership grow continually. Especially in, especially in Stanford. Uh, yes. I don't think we... Uh, did we get the signal? Well, you, Wait, uh, you're on the internet, so yeah. everybody can get you, right? The whole world gets the signal. In fact, you might want to, you may want to make it a requirement on the first day of school that everybody install our app in their phone. That might be a good way to start things off, you know. I can do that. Just <laughs> after I get to the tuition payment, I will talk about that. That's uh, significant and important for their, own, for their development. Thank you, Rabbi Bernstein. Yeah. Shana Tova to you. Thank you so much. You too. Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein, he's the brand new dean up at the uh, Bicultural Hebrew Academy of Connecticut. They are now K-12 through in the city of Stamford. Thursday morning broadcast at 9 minutes before 8 o'clock. You're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs>